0: This is Angel from Sarah and Angel Talk About Things. This episode may contain sensitive content. If you or anybody you know is going through these issues, I've linked some resources in the show notes. Thank you. This is Angel.
1: And this is Sarah. Sarah and Angel Angel talk talk about about
0: things. Where I watched something. And I did it. That's awesome. Today's episode will be actually a little bit of a different one. Uh, So, I will be talking about the first episode of Generations. So,
1: Angel, what is Generations about?
0: All right. Let me tell you what Generations is not. Because, trust me, it's confusing. Let me preface this with. So, the Generations that I'm talking about is Generations 1989, which is a soap opera that aired from 1989 to
1: 1991. Mm -hmm. What
0: Generations I'm not talking about is the South African soap opera Generations, which I don't know when that started, but (laughs) it's a South African soap opera. And what I'm also not talking about is the 2021, I think, series called Generation But if there's a plus for the T or some shit like that. <laughs> so I'm not talking about Generation. I'm not talking about Generations South Africa. I'm talking mm-hmm. about Generations 1989 NBC. Which is, oddly enough, not on Peacock. So mm-hmm. <laughs> even though you see that freaking NBC logo at the end of Generations.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. So give me one moment. So <laughs> <just>, I can <laughs> laugh through this. <laughs> Generations. Oh gosh. G N E R A T I O. It's also not a documentary
1: about. It's her. not a document.
0: It's a, it's not a documentary about from ancestry.com. <laughs> God. Okay. So now, unlike Sarah Jane, where she just kind of could spark off all of everything about shows, I, I am like more of a Wikipedia uh, and kind of. Pro- prepare readers, so I actually nearly didn't do this episode tonight, because I was just like, this is not gonna be perfect, and I'm like, wait a minute, like, two people listen to us, like, that's, it's fine, it's fine, that's not gonna be perfect.
1: In my, in my defense, is well, I guess not It whatever the opposite of in my defense is, the only reason I knew, like, that much about 13 Reasons Why is because I wrote, like, fan fiction, and I had to go back and, like, check stuff, whereas, like, if it was anything else, like, I don't think I would have... Well, no, well, minus...
0: Well, you did really good with minus one, which... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like...
1: Because minus one,
0: did drop, So like, the it was we, also
1: only four seasons. Yeah. So. No, was it wasn't. It was four episodes. It was four episodes. Well, you know, what I mean, that's I, even more so. If it had been four seasons, I probably would have screwed it up. It was four episodes. Well, like, no, you
0: did all four seasons of 13 Reasons Why for the first like but five of that. on
1: the part season, <laughs> I actually liked though. <laughs> well, yeah, and then we,
0: we found out that like, uh, so spoiler. Well, well, seven, well, like, well, like. Wretch, this is actually a retroactive episode. (laughs) So, minus one is actually not our shortest episode. (laughs) It was was 13 Reasons Why
1: Season 2. Nothing happened in season two. Nothing happened, yes. Other than poor Tyler having unmentionable things happen to... That was the only thing that happened in season two. Like, it was... Such a rehash of season one. Nothing happened. Nothing. Other than, like, poor Tyler. Mm. Pour one out for Tyler, man. Pour one out for the homie. Poor poor Tyler. Speaking of
0: uh, pouring one out for the homie, let's talk about Generations (laughs)
1: 1989. So who's in Generations, Angel?
0: Well, I gotta tell you what Generations is all about. Then I'll tell you who's in Generations. Because you might actually recognize some of these people in Generations. Um, so what's Generations about? Is, is, is well, you, well, let me talk, talk about, about Generations. <laughs> it's, it's not about twenty three of me. No, unfortunately, it's not. It's not who do you think you are. <laughs> it's not a who do you think you are show. Um, though. Um, the um, I'm gonna post like the logo of it as the uh, as like our, our episode art, but it does have trees in the logo with oh, nice, like nice gold a like that's a, like look at that like three trees and some gold and the, like oh that the logo is so gold and, and shit. I, so here's some background my personal background about generations I'm just gonna read a little bit of what Wikipedia says and then let me go into my personal story behind generations so. Generations is an American soap opera that aired on NBC from March 27th, 1989 to January 25th, 1991. Ooh, this is a little bit more personal than I thought. I'll explain a little later. The soap opera was groundbreaking in that it was the first soap opera to feature, from its inception, an African-American family.
1: It took me that long? Yeah,
0: um, so to, to explain further... The firm is inception, which means from the start. You know, for anybody who uh, is not a linguist like the two of us. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, I don't know why I said that. You got so, to go deeper! Got to go deeper! So, um, so, soaps have featured African-American characters and even African-American families. But because the genre started in the 30s... and. I would even, I would even say the twenties. Like, people figured that like oh like it's like i not really people figure so it's it's a the whole it's a whole racial undertone speaking as a black woman that I don't know I guess TV was only really good for like what. White people, so that so so from the very start, like you don't you didn't really see African American families from the start. And when I mentioned in the uh, minus one episode, the longest running soap opera in um, broadcast history, Guiding Light, their one of their first one of their first like African American characters didn't start on the show, from my understanding, until the sixties. Oh man! And there were. From what I understand, um, Cecily Tyson, who recently passed on um, about a few months ago, she was on Guiding Light. She was one of the first African American female characters on that show, if not on daytime television. James Earl Jones was on. um, James Earl Jones. I think it was Guiding Light, or maybe it was. um, What was that other one? It was some Praktor. It might have also. It might have been um, another World or As the World Turns. I know he was on a Proctor and Gamble soap, but I am not one hundred percent sure which one it was. Um, One Life to Live, technically, no, actually, that does, it doesn't count. So, um, One Life to Live did have African American characters at its inception, but they weren't a family. So, um, and I'll explain this briefly.
1: And when did One Life to Live start?
0: Yeah, One Life to Live started in 1968. Oh. Uh, so, there was a character named, I've mentioned this to you before, Sarah, there was a character named Sadie. Um, who was, like, like she was like a, just, like, a, a muggly figure on the show and that sort of thing. And then, meanwhile, there was a character named um, Carla Binaldi or something like that. I can't, I, like, for whatever reason, like, the name's not meshing with me. Um, and she was light-skinned, a light-skinned Italian woman. So, at the beginning of the show... There was a African American male, who I'm forgetting the name of that character, and an Italian or white—I think like a white or white or Italian man, whatever. So she kissed both of them, mm-hmm. and people freaked out because a white woman was kissing a black man.
1: Oh, scandal! Yeah, scandal. Oh. Except, it turned out she was black.
0: Yep. Except. except
1: oh.
0: No, 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 no. I've... So. Here's why. This is, and 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 you're and you're probably like, "Oh god, like why would they do that?" So, Carla Bonaldi was actually Carla Gray. Mm-hmm. White pat like like light-skinned white passing uh white passing um, African-American female. The reason why she passed was because she was an actress.
1: Oh, oh, that, yeah. Yeah, and that, that her last name is super subtle by the way the fact that she's half white half black and her last is, name is gray yeah yeah, very yeah very subtle yeah, very subtle,
0: yeah. It's extremely subtle very <laughs> subtle yeah so we found out in a cliffhanger uh from my understanding because I, I don't even think that this episode exists anymore because of uh, wiping practices um that uh so they, I think it happened like it, it happens to be like the like the woman um the woman, uh, say the, well, uh, happened to like come out of her apartment or something. So, Fangio, correct me. I know you will. And, uh, <laughs> sh- and she sees, she sees Carla, and she was like, "Carla, mom." And that was the cliffhanger.
1: Oh, that's how you found
0: out. And oh. because of that, because of those two events, because of the event of Carla kissing a black man. Mm-hmm. And Carla passing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a lot of sh- stations. I, I you could probably guess where these stations are.
1: Below mm, uh, the Masonic <laughs> uh,
0: Yep, I'm. yep. Below the Masonic Center dropped. One Life to Live. But oh. eventually, when it got popular, they just they brought it back. They brought it back. So
1: Now, was the actress African American, or was the actress Italian, or was
0: she... that's a great question. What was her name? I can't think of the actress's name. She's like a, hold on, eh, one life to live. So, essentially, there is a history, I am going through, like, the history of, Af- the, like, a tattered history of African-American characters on soap operas. Yeah, the so, only
1: reason I asked is that, because I know, like, from my one class where we watched a lot of, like, the old cinema, mm-hmm. a lot of the movies in, like, the 40s that had like passing subplots they would just have like white actors mm-hmm. and be like ah we're black like and but it'd be clearly like a dude who was That's like the ch- whitest white dude and he'd be like ah, cause they were like so mm-hmm. still scandalized about yeah. the idea of an actually African American person like interacting with a white person that they would just take two white people and say one of them was black I'm like what, what, what's going on here like Because they had this movie called Pinky, and then they had one called, I was like, Lost Boundaries or something like that. And it was just like, people who were like, I mean, I mean, there are, I mean, with the wonders of genetics, I don't doubt that there probably are African-American people who look like the folks that they had in there, but it wasn't like they were like, oh, we found an African-American actress who actually looks like this. They just found white people and went... Mm-hmm. Your your plot is that you found out you're black. Like, <laughs> it was not exactly the most. Uh, I mean, it was the '40s, but it was not really the. The, they weren't really uh, championing diversity. No, never at that time. It was so.
0: To- okay, so we're so um. Uh, also, full disclosure. Uh, in the in the upcoming whenever. Uh, I will be launching a website for this podcast Yay. that will include prob- likely just include like some photos and stuff like that of like what we're mentioning. So, I say this because I am about to show Sarah Jane a picture of the actress Ellen Holly as she appears on Ebony Magazine. Ooh! Um, also, um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the show is black and white, but I am not even 100% sure about that. Um... So this was Ellen Holly uh, <laughs> from uh, One Life to Live. She is she actually is about maybe the same skin tone, if not lighter than me.
1: Oh, she's so pretty.
0: Yeah, yes, yeah, she's still and alive.
1: Who's a fox? I don't know, oh my who's gosh, that? who is
0: that? Yeah, who is that? Who is that? hunk of, hunk of burning love.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll, I'll find out who. I'll, I'll have to hit you up. You probably are like my grandmother's age.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, I
0: have a boyfriend. <laughs> But um and then like the, the other imp- the, the last important thing, the important um African American character Milestone that I want to hit is a soap opera that actually is currently on the air called Days of Our Lives. Um These are the Days of Our Lives. Yes, like sands through the hourglass. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ron Carlovati, the head writer. I love this that man. Even though he, <laughs> even though people hate him. I I, I love Ron Carlovati. But let's get out let's get off of Ron Carlovati because he is an Italian man, and that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the character of, oh God, I can't think of his name. That's Scott Banning. David Banning, I think his name is. Wow. Uh Scott Banning. So, okay. Let, 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 okay. So there's a character name, his last name is Banning, but I think his first name is David. <laughs> right. Might, that might be, that might be the character name. He so Days of Her Lives introduced like a like a like not a I don't think their intention before that family was to be huge. There was a family named the Grants, and there was a daughter named Valerie Grant, and Valerie, and David, were one of the soap operas first interracial relationships. So Ooh. David David Banding is the uh, son of a prominent character named. Julie Williams, who uh, started out in the show at the at the inception of the show, nineteen sixty five. Yes, so right, nineteen sixty five. I feel like that that I feel like the, that milestone should have happened for that show. I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know. what the deal with this. No, maybe it is nineteen sixty five. Well, whenever the show began, whenever these real lives began, Julie Williams or Julie. Uh, yeah, Julie Horton, whoever the hell her name was at the beginning, <laughs> she was on in the first scene. Mm-hmm. So that's a very prominent character who still continues on the same day. Um, the character was just was recast of uh, like a little bit, and uh, but the car- but the person who plays her now, she's been on the show since like the uh, the seventies or late sixties, early seventies. She's been on the show for years, oh, decades. So uh, in the eighties, um, her son. David Banning uh, was with a character named Valerie Grant, first interracial relationship. Woo. Nobody liked it, <laughs> so they had to break them up. Oh. Valerie moved out of the town. Years later, <laughs> in about, about like maybe, I think it's, it was about like four years ago, Valerie comes back, uh, played by Vanessa A. Williams, from who was on Melrose Place in Soul Food. Oh. Yeah, so, and Candyman. That was God Candy David! Candyman, Vanessa Williams. I'm not talking about. We're not talking about Save the Best for Last, Vanessa Williams. That confuses a lot of people. Confused me too. Look, I thought for a long time that Vanessa Williams Save the best for last was on Melrose Place for a season. <laughs> not the same. Not the same one. This is Vanessa Williams from Candyman, from Melrose Place, and from Soul Food. Oh,
1: so was she, was she like the friend in Candyman? Like the friend of the. um... Like the main lady.
0: Yeah, so she has. I think she had. Yeah, I think so. I know she was a Candyman, but for, what, for whatever reason, I don't really remember that movie as much. She's in the. She's in the the uh, sequel.
1: Oh, she is? she's
0: in the sequel. Yeah, like she oh. like she left Days of Her Lives to film Candyman, the, the sequel Candyman or the remake, or whatever it was. Um, and then she and she's she's not really a major character on the show just because it's Vanessa Williams and she's booked them busy.
1: So, <laughs> so oh, but Robert, one thing about Candyman. So I was watching uh, Tell Them Steve. Well, wait, 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 hold on.
0: I, I think we said it three times. Sorry, <laughs> which we uh, is we have bees now. Anyway, <laughs> no,
1: I continue. Well, so, so I, I think, or is it is it five times? I, don't, I, I think, think it's
0: three.
1: Oh, and the oh, Candyman
0: so. is three. What, well, whatever it is. is, we exceed the Candyman. Well,
1: I think you have to see it in a mirror. So I think we have to. But anyway. Yeah, you're right.
0: You're right. Well. Does wouldn't the wouldn't a laptop camera technically
1: count? Oh I hope not. I hope not. Anyway, continue. <laughs> but but to, on the Tell Studio they had this competition and this one thing was uh horror movies described from another point of view. And the had the guy, he was like, uh, this movie is about this poor guy who people keep calling him up and when he gets there they run away. <laughs> <laughs> Not the beast. (laughs) Not the beast. My eyes, my (laughs) eyes. Ah! Not the beast. beast. Totally
0: different movie, but anyway. So, uh, okay. So I have to. So let me just preface, preface preface this with the death of a character is nothing to be laughed at. However, my experience dealing with the death of this character, um. Was very awkward, so I'll just explain it. So I'll explain what happened with the character, and then and then I'll interject why I found it to be embarrassing. So Valerie came back, and about I think it was about maybe like four or five years ago, or something like that. So she, so um, I was watching Days of Our Lives, like, cause I was just like, yeah, I was just like doing a class or something, like, like, like a online class in, in like, at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning when I could say about 2 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, so I'm just watching These Were Lives, like, volume-like, kind of, you know, regular volume, enough for, where I could hear it. And, um, they had this, they had Julie in, like, the Wharton Town Square. Um, she's, like, on the phone. Like, this is how, she finds out, of, like, the, her son dies, the David character I refer to. Hello? Hello? Oh, God! And I'm like, dude, like, you're gonna wake like oh, God damn it. I just wanted to watch my stories, and now you're, like, screaming, having a like, in the middle of, like, the night in the middle of Times Square, and god damn it. I'm like, oh, God, it's was so, so embarrassing. Like, like I love Susan C. Hayes, but I, I didn't need that to happen at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> So, Hello? yeah, so. Hello! Screaming, cow rolling, like all this type of no! things. Like, it was so embarrassing for me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, David died in, like, a motorcycle accident.
1: Uh, RIP David. RIP David. David.
0: But, interestingly enough, there is a character, also called David, David Grant, <laughs> who is the son of David Banning.
1: <laughs> David!
0: David! Uh, wait, I'm like, I'll, I'll get to that I'll get to that reference later. Uh, and he comes in at the funeral and he, like, confronts his mom, like, Yo, mom, why did you keep me from my dad? So, so they retconned it to where when Valerie left town, she was pregnant with oh, David's well. son, oh, David shit. Grant. Oh, shit. and she passed it off as, um, she married somebody else, as she like she passed the son off as like their, you know, their, yes, you know, their son. So, yeah. So and that David character, uh, David, <laughs> David, uh, David Grant is now on is has been on has, is now on the show has been on the show for years. Is married, has twins, and is actually a um, cousin in law. No, no, it's not a cousin. Like wow, shoot, I can't think. I I do not know how the family tree is now an in-law of Jack K. Harry's character oh, who is now on the show. So that brings us to that brings us to the present day as to how African American characters are important. And so let's rewind back to uh, 1989. When, when right I before, was
1: 1 year old.
0: I was 4. No, no. I was 3. I was three. I was three. I I was four in 1990. Uh. And in
1: 1989, George H.W. Bush was president. And what else was going on in 1989?
0: Well, Twin Peaks um, was like, well, well, Twin Peaks was like probably in development.
1: Twin Peaks! With
0: David!
1: (laughs) Tonight on David! (laughs) And, I don't know. Shout the out right, the We Hate 1989. Um the George H. W. Bush was president. No, no, wait, That's
0: he right. wasn't. Um he was vice president with Reagan. Oh,
1: he, he got on. No, out. wait, what?
0: Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. know. Well, wait, yeah, no, you're right. Cause I oh shit, because I didn't look that up yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I, me and my sister were having a conversation about like how like <laughs> about how like she just finds it gross that like that, like, uh, we've lived through presidents, uh, oh, oh gosh, it's one of those you have to be our conversations, but, like, she found out that, like, uh, she, they don't really found out, but she was, she was, like, uh, people are still grossed out by, people are still, like, are still hating on Obama, like, he was president, like, what, 12 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like, it's, it's literally, like, her version of, like, get over it, like, he, he's, like, he hasn't been president, like what 12 years or something so yeah so that was just so that, so and then and then I told her I was like yeah but you were born during the Clinton era and she's like oh God and then I was like yeah and I
1: was born during Nixon <laughs> well we were born it was Reagan I, god damn you're right I made that
0: same mistake yesterday. <laughs> okay, so, weirdly enough, like, I get Reagan and Nixon confused for whatever reason. I don't know what why that why that's a thing for me.
1: Well, because they were Republicans on either side of Card- Oh, no, hold on. I, okay, because it was Nixon. That, no, no, no. Whatever yeah. reason you're thinking,
0: that's not the reason. No,
1: <laughs> that's not, me, that's not my reason. I was about to say, they were, like, sandwich side, but then Ford was in there. So,
0: <laughs>
1: So I'm like, that doesn't even make it because I forgot about Ford, but because it was...
0: Well, Carter was before,
1: before the Reagan. eight years
0: of Reagan.
1: Yeah, because it was Nixon, then he resigned, then it was Ford, and then Carter came in, I think, next. And then it was, Carter was only one term, and then it was Reagan, then it was... H W, and then it was Clinton for eight years. So I am Clinton. <laughs> Clinton.
0: <laughs> oh, that's another episode of, of this podcast. You've never, you've never seen, so you're okay. Hey, y'all. Uh, Sarah Jane's not 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 really a Simpsons fan, so this makes my <laughs> podcasting on my side much easier. <laughs> Much easier, well, so I can so I can show her the Clinton, the uh the Clinton episode.
1: Well, and there was the other thing. The thing that I was thinking is they're on Amazing Race. They went to, um, I think it was like Kenya. It may have been another country in Africa. I'm thinking Kenya, but I could be wrong.
0: Wait, and wait. Was, Who was on the Amazing
1: Race? No, it was just... It was... <laughs> well, it was they went to this because the, 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 the uh, contestants went to this like town, and I oh, think it was Oh, Kenya. sorry.
0: I, I thought that... I thought that George W. Bush and Clinton were on the <laughs> amazing race, and I was like,
1: I kind of want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. But, it, but they went to this thing, and it was like um, you had to go to this like stand, and it was called Hillary Clinton, but Clinton Cl- Clinton was spelled with a G, so it was Klington
0: Klington
1: And I'm like, I want to go to. And I forget if there was like other presidents. I just remember there was Hillary Klington.
0: I am Klington.
1: <laughs> was, like, was that for like copyright reasons? Or what was that? It's so weird. Well what no,
0: well Hillary Clinton, the name is wouldn't, wouldn't be copyright. Yeah. That's it's like a public you a patent that's on your own like, name. That's <laughs> like a public. That's like <laughs> a public. It's weird. Anyway. But so generation. Anyway, generations. <laughs> Alright, so. The reason why I am taking so long to getting to Generations is because I just, you know, I just wanted to tell the history of, like, African-Americans and soap operas, and then we just got sidetracked like we always do. It was very informative. Very informative. Very informative. Um, crap. Where are you at? There you go. Soap opera. <laughs> oh, whatever. All right. So. Now, so, give me one moment. I am so where are you at where are you at ah shoots TV show oh man alright why can't I find it hold on there we go America gosh jeez I found it so easily you know what let me just bookmark this <laughs> I'm bookmarking a Wikipedia article imagine that
1: boy gets drum lessons from me man
0: right <laughs> So I made so you might have noticed like 50 minutes ago that I made a comment about like the the, the last episode of the show like the aired the last episode of the show. So the the last ep- the episode aired like a day before my mom's birthday Aww. which oh god so this brings me to like my personal history with the show. Um, Generations was one of my mom's favorite soap operas and is actually one of the gateway soap operas. For me, though I can argue that All My Children was much more of a gateway soap opera than any other soap opera. But uh, we, my mom, loved All My Children. Like that was her show. And my first soap opera memory was All My Children. Was a scene on All My Children. Then I remember her watching uh, Another World. Another World was a was her show. I don't think she watched at, at the time that I, at the time of my first memory of a soap opera, my mom was not a CBS soap opera watcher at all. She didn't watch any of the CBS soaps, but she did get into Guiding Light a little later on, like in the mid '90s. So that's so I kind of picked that up too because she had stopped watching Guiding Light, but then I picked it up like around '97 because her friend loved Guiding Light. Her other friend, uh, God rest his soul, loved As the World Turns, but she never picked up on that show, and I wanted up picking up on that show, oddly <laughs> enough. So, Another World was her soap, All My Children was her soap, and Generations was her soap. Uh, Generations, after its initial run, was syndicated on BET, which I always found that to be very interesting, because... Not that many soap operas are syndicated, or like they're they're not they're not like they're not they don't they don't get a second run, and by second run I mean syndication. So I think I can like there's a handful of soap operas that ha- that could ha- that have that has that honor. Um, Passions did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Passions aired on Sci-Fi, but that's because of synergy. Um, yeah, they it had a second. Look, as Passions was airing, uh, it had uh, it aired briefly on sci-fi. In fact, I remember... <laughs> I remember, um... Um, while I was in college, I, uh... Schedule... was weird, so I scheduled my classes around, uh... Passions. But then I would wake up early to watch, like, the first episodes. Even though I already had watched the first episodes when the first came on. Ah, uh, Passions.
1: <laughs> Never
0: doing an episode on Passions. M- maybe. I I, I, I I think I might I think I might figure out like a way for me to just do a episode or two of Passions, but it's too much. I can't do Passions sometimes.
1: <laughs> there is some, a there,
0: there 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 is a Passions podcast, two Passions podcasts. There's one with uh, the actors uh, who are actually married, Travis Shold and Natalie Z. Uh, they go through the episodes of Passions, but I think they go through them a little randomly. I haven't really picked up on their show in a while, but. Hey, they have given me a shout out on uh on Twitter, so oh. I have to shout them out. And then um, what's the other one? There was one of, there. So there's one of like two friends, kind of not unlike us, watching every episode of Passions <laughs> and review and like and like kind of going through it. So if you want to talk, if you want podcasts to talk about Passions, there's a reputable one, and then there's a fun one. <laughs> not saying that the reputable one is not fun. Cause it is fun, but there is like a one that like got like the behind the scenes stuff. <sighs> Listen to the Mackenzie Questmore episode. That's all I have to say. And um, and then there's the fun one, which is like like they're like they're singing and dancing on on the show, not like unlike us. In <laughs> fact, they might have stolen our shtick. Just kidding. Party. <laughs> oh, it's a oh, party. party! Which oddly enough, generations. The first episode doesn't have a party in it. Oh
1: <laughs> no, no, there's no party. Nope. Oh man, what are we gonna do without a party? Oh, oh. Party. But um. Right, so, so Angel, so Angel.
0: Yeah. Angel, what's what's generations about? <laughs> I just said it. it's a, ground beef freaking... Oh well, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I I I didn't even go through the plot of the show. So. Let me go through, I'm just gonna go through just this first no, I'm not even gonna go through the first paragraph because I can mention it. I can because it's all in that the first episode. So without like so without further ado, here's the first episode of Generations. Yay!
1: Yay!
0: So it opens up with a woman standing in a living room, looking at a photo. With amnesia. Oh. Yeah. She and, forgot it. Yeah, she forgot forgot her memory. And there's a character gosh, like some I'm, I'm like I'm not remembering this as best as possible. There's a character, you know, who's like, oh my gosh, you can't believe you had amnesia, that sort of thing, blah blah blah, this and that. And you know, and you know, it's, it was just, just like this whole thing where she's just talking about, like, you know, I wish I could remember, I wish I could remember. And then so the character leaves, and then she goes up the steps, she passes out, tumbles down the steps. Oh, shit. Pops up, and says, oh, I remember everything. Oh, God! Dun, dun, dun! Dun, dun, Next set, <laughs> Don Pardo comes on, and says, and now, tune in next time for uh, Search for the Sun, or whatever that show is
1: called.
0: <laughs> musical guest. Okay, well... Uh, Don, part. So what I'm trying to say is that the first five to seven minutes of the show, which I have mentioned on the pl- minus one episode, is a um yeah, it's a parody of a soap opera <laughs> that, and then we cut to uh, so we cut to um a a, a like a about an older gentleman, maybe about like oh, I'm gonna say maybe like probably in his forties or so. Looking at the TV show and being like, man, soap operas. (laughs) And then there's this like, there's this like, and then you see like a pair of legs, like sexy legs, like, 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 uh, sexy legs and like a, you know, like a blanket, like cover, like cover over this, this woman. And you get her shoulder kind of pops out a little bit. And he like, he's like, oh, damn these soap operas. And then he just looks at this woman, kisses her shoulder, and it's like, man, she's sexy. (laughs) kind of like that look. And then we cut to a um, we cut to there's a there's an older man uh, in now, now if anybody if anybody uh, if anybody is like lost here of uh, the soap opera is a parody we are now at the soap opera proper now <laughs> 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 that, that, this first time was was, was, a soap, was a parody of a soap opera we're now in the proper there uh, was
1: soap operaception
0: soapception because. Uh, When you get to the- the, there's this part- so then there's a nurse, um, who I swear to God is Nancy Cartwright. Like, she has, like, the same- she has a Bart Simpson-sounding voice. And I (laughs) looked up this woman, and looked up- like, I looked up Nancy Cartwright, and it doesn't show that she's on Generations. So, and- and IMDB and Wikipedia don't show that she's on Generations- but I swear to God, this is her on Generations. Like, <laughs> like, like, it's like it's January in nineteen eighty-nine. Like Nancy Cartwright, you, you were you're you were on Tracy Ullman, unless like there was like a contractual obligation that she couldn't credit herself. I'm guessing like I'm gonna give myself eighty-five percent. I'm eighty-five percent sure that this woman is Nancy Cartwright. If it's not Nancy Cartwright, Bravo because you you fooled me because you. I swear this your Nancy Cartwright. So, yeah, there's a, literally a nurse on the show who I think is Nancy Cartwright. But anyway, so the nurse is like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe she got her memory back. And there's this older man, uh, in a bed, like, in a bed, like, kind of like an elevated, like, hospital bed. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's in a mansion. So, <laughs> it's in a mansion. So, like, it's like a home, his like his home bed or something like that.
1: Like Bryce's grandfather. Yeah, like, yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then, um,. A, a older African American woman named Vivian comes in. Uh, she's the maid. Um the don't, not yet. <laughs> it will be explained. <laughs> it will be explained. Um, and and she's like, "Oh, how is he doing?" And the nurse is like, "She she's he's he's responding really well to his seeing his daughter on TV." Oh. So yeah. So the daughter was the woman who fell down the steps. The, oh. The amnesiac. Um. So, um, sh- so,
1: she's the nurse, the ner- yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, she's not, she plays one on TV. Uh, <laughs> so, the nurse leaves, and then, um, Rebecca Whitmore comes in. Um, now, um, I'm forgetting the name of the man in the, uh, in the bed, um, but he, if I'm not mistaken, he's the husband of Rebecca? I am not uh, I'm not hundred like I watched this many times and I'm still not clear on who this man is maybe it's her brother I'm not 100 sure I think if they do explain it but for whatever reason it's not like sticking with me it's weird so um she uh... so like she's like oh man he, like he's responding to that sort of thing like, like 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 Vivian the maid is telling Rebecca like oh he's, he's sort of respond he's sort of responding that sort of thing and um, Vivian says to Rebecca, Did you hear about all the drama at the old house? And, um, at that point she grabs, uh, like, she kind of, like, signals a little bit to Vivian and says, like, like to, like, you know, like, she wants to, like, check it out and she's like, she lets her. Um... I am uh, kind of conflating all like the whole storyline of Rebecca and Vivian and her experiences into one thing right now just because it's easier for me to remember it that way. So I'm going to go straight to when Rebecca's walking to the um the old house. to the old house. So the old house in question is um there's there so uh, Rebecca used to so in a long monologue <laughs> of Rebecca and, and this is beautifully written. Beautifully, like, like. so the woman, uh, Rebecca, uh, she's played by an actress named Pat Crowley. Um, she's was on, like, a lot of older 50s, 60s television shows. Um, but she had, like, like towards, like, maybe the end of her, like, career, she just, just did soap operas. Like, I remember her best on Port Charles. Like, that's, like, that's who I remember her on. She was, like, the mom of, like the main family on that show. Uh, she was the matriarch of that family, not unlike on Generations. So she's walking, like, she's walking to, like, the house. Essentially, like, they're filming her walking to this house outdoors! Like, Ooh. which is not a thing on soap operas anymore. Like, you don't <laughs> see outdoor scenes in soap operas anymore, really, um, in the United States. <laughs> so, she's walking to, like, the old house, and, like, through exposition, through, like, a beautifully written exposition, um, it's explained that Vivian that you know that Vivian was a maid um for uh, the Whitmores uh, until like they until she had to you know until she had to let her go for uh for I, I guess financial reasons but she still comes back um so her her so her duty her like. Her like role is a maid, like she chooses to be a maid. Mm-hmm. But uh she comes back, she she's uh, grown a friendship, yes, stereotypes. She's grown a friendship with uh Rebecca to the point where like she comes back anytime to help her out, right? that sort of thing. Um and uh, she flashes back to when her daughter to, you know, to when she and her daughter got kicked out of the old house that, is refer- that she's referring to. And, um.
1: So wait, this is Rebecca who got kicked out? Or Rebecca, Rebecca and
0: Sam, it? yeah. Rebecca <laughs> and Sam, yeah. They got kicked out. And she goes up to. So, as as the exposition ends, uh, she goes up to the house, and it turns out that, like, the family that's getting kicked out of the old house is an African American family. Ooh. And there's, like, this. Um. He has, like, a very John Lifko presence in, but I know for a fact that's not him. Um. Uh, so he like this. It's, this guy, like, I'm guessing he's like the real estate agent or the evictor or whatever he was. Like the African American family who clearly can afford this house, mm-hmm. they get evicted, Ooh. and they they go into a car and they're like they they kind of argue with him a little bit, and then they go into the car. Um, um, uh, mother and mother and uh children like clearly uh clearly like distraught by being evicted. And the guy goes up to Rebecca and says, huh. <laughs> so, God, this is this is sickening." But it's but Rebecca's comeback is awesome. It's like, yeah, like, like 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 yeah, like man, like these people like they don't know good business anymore. That sort of thing, like, like clearly alluding to the fact that like like that um, that like they, he didn't really want them to be there because they were black. Oh. And then Rebecca kind of comes back with like a little tit, tit for like, like a tit for tat, like, like, he, well, he was like, what happened to this country? And, and she said, it grew up. You didn't. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So oh, that was a burn. <laughs> yeah. And then to, and then to like put a cap on like the episode, cause Generations is only 30 minutes long, unfortunately. I wish it was an hour. It was such a good show. Um, and Weirdly enough, on YouTube uh, or whatever, because this, this show is not even streaming. This this show's not streaming anywhere. Oh, Peacock yeah. has the rights to it. Like NBC has the rights to it. Comcast has the rights to it. All it has to do, all they have to do, is just air it. What the hell, NBC? What the hell, NBC? Like, you can air the show. Like, it's, it's, you have, the NBC logo's at the end credits, so you have the right to the show. It's the same damn NBC logo that you see for the Fresh Prince. <laughs> it's that NBC logo. You remember that one? Doo! The little Yeah, that one. NBC has the right to us, unless it has to do with something to do with Sally Sussman, which, because, uh, like, they're, because, like, the production company is Old Forest. For, Old Forest Red Productions, but I don't know. I feel like NBC would. He just needs to air the show. But anyway, uh, that's aside the from the point. What the fuck now, friend? What the fuck now? But um, the the episode the episode for Rebecca ends with um, Rebecca um, you know the the, the, the man uh the man in the bed uh, like um, actually so part like a portion of like the soap opera airs. Like, Runs, Runs, uh, or some, Runs, I'm guessing, like, maybe it was, like, a, I don't know. Because I thought that the show ended, the soap opera ended, but whatever. They showed, like, a clip of the soap opera or something, and he recognizes the woman. Like, Ooh. he wakes up and he says something. And that's what, that's, like, what, the cliffhanger for the episode. Ta-da! Yeah. Unfor- unfortunately, you can't find... Episode 2.
1: Oh! So that's why
0: I want Picot to air it so bad.
1: God damn it, Yeah. Peacock.
0: So, rewind back, because you might be wondering, well, this is a soap opera that features an African-American family. Why are you only talking about the white family and the maid? Well, I skipped that part for a reason. Because, because, it because, because you know, just because of my memory, and, and also because it's better if I just... Say it all at once. So, there is a before I get to the Marshalls, the African American family. Let's get to the teacher that I that I brought up. So, so he kisses Sam. Well, uh, <laughs> sorry, he kisses the wait, woman wait, Sam. I look,
1: I have right now where I'm like, wait, what? He
0: kisses the woman Sam on the on the shoulder, and then after that, like after that, uh, he like he he gets dressed. He gets dressed and he says. Sam wake up I have to teach class and <laughs> so I have to teach class and she um, she wakes up she's like oh god what time is it and like, he's like it's 12 o'clock and she's like why didn't you wake me and mm-hmm. clearly he tried to wake her so <laughs> so <laughs> so, um, so yeah she, she goes good get, she gets stressed and we find out through dialogue that Oh god, porn hub. That, uh. <laughs> a teacher situation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I
1: see, A teacher.
0: Yeah, but it's college. It doesn't uh, make it any better. So. <laughs> doesn't make it any better at all. So, um. <coughs> excuse me. So, yeah, so Sam is actually. The Sam is actually. um, The Sam that. You know, that Rebecca Sam. The mother. <laughs> Rebecca Sam. So Sam's in college. And she's Mm -hmm. having an affair with this teacher.
1: She's boning her teacher.
0: She's boning her teacher. But, uh, have you seen the teacher? I'm gonna have to... I'll show you a picture (laughs) of this man. I mean, I would too. Let's just be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I just gotta show you... Any teacher. I I just gotta show you. Uh, the actor's name... Oh, oh. So he (laughs) plays his character, Orpheus, on Days of Our Lives.
1: Orpheus?
0: Yeah, Orpheus. It's like a villain. But...
1: Like the Greek Orpheus?
0: Yes, like the Greek Orpheus. But but the the villain's name happens to be Orpheus. So here's him in, like, t-
1: 2020.
0: This is him. Oh, well, he's kind of hot. Yeah. Uh, see? <laughs> 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 so the character's... the uh, So uh, the actor's name is uh George Del Hoya. Holo. Holy... Holy-, Holy- oh, gosh. Right there.
1: George Del Hoya.
0: George Del Hoya. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. See, This is why I have Sarah Jane here.
1: <laughs> this, is, this is why you got a Latino on your side. You got a
0: Latino on your side. <laughs>
1: it's it's like uh, it's like Oscar De La Hoya, except he's Delahoya. It looks like he's just Delahoya.
0: Yeah, he actually the actor actually um, uh, he he goes by uh, on another name, like just to make it easier to pronounce it. It's Del Deloy, Deloy George Deloy. <laughs> Deloy.
1: Oh, and, oh yeah, it's from Uruguay, It says. Oh yeah. He's Uruguay born American actor and voice actor. Oh, oh, oh. So this is why I so yeah, there there is and wait, so it looks it's Del Hoyo. I, I'm Del just Hoyo, it's Del Hoyo. Del
0: Hoyo. So there's a reason why I bring this actor up. Cause he's hot. That <laughs> and, you've heard this guy's voice before. This man is uh you ever like listen to like like trailers that has, like, that, that has, like, the for, like, animated movies and, like, children's movies. Yes. He's that voice! He's the voice! Oh, he's the, voice. He's the so, voice! Yeah, he's the voice. You hear him on Toy Story, the Toy Story trailer. Oh. Like, like, it's, he's, like, the, the more positive, like, like, oh, man, come see this movie with your children and that sort of thing, like, like, today in theaters! That guy! He's that guy? <laughs> he's that, he's that guy? Today in theaters! <laughs> Ella Enchanted, that he's that he went guy
1: along with Elsa and her Olaf.
0: <laughs> did he do Frozen? I don't think he, he did. Do, well, UK spots only though. Oh, but yeah, he did do Frozen. Oh, he's just a Ramona. Like, like I, when I found this out, I was like, so Orpheus is like making you want to see kids' movies. <laughs> but his name's not Orpheus on the show. <laughs> this is the i to talk about days of our lives. But he played... The character's name is Rob Donnelly. Ooh. Uh, and he played it during the entire run of the show. And he's a teacher. He's a professor. <laughs> he's a prof. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. um So that's Sam's story. Um, and Sam... Oh, oh, Sam. <coughs> wow, Sam. How could I forget the character of Sam Whitmore? So, no. Her name's not Samantha. Stephanie Sam Whitmore. Make, make that make sense. <laughs> She's actually played by um, Kelly Rutherford. Um, who, um, if you're not familiar with Kelly Rutherford and you're a soap opera fan, particularly of the Primetime brand, uh, where have you been? Kelly Rutherford, R U T H F O R D, was on, she was uh, Lily Vanderwoosin on uh, Gossip Girl. Uh, and she was on Melrose Place, as what the hell was her name on character's name on Mel- Melrose Place? She was Megan on Melrose Place, but she was on the latter seasons of Melrose Place. I mean, she kind of started in '96 ish, so I mean, take a- make of a that as you will, because <laughs> you know, you know, once uh Laura Leighton and uh, Marsha Cross left, um, you know, kind of downhill from there, but she she kind of she kind of was on that, that like that, like. That, like, downturn. But she was probably one of the best parts of that downturn. Um, she's on, like... She's, like... She's, like, a hey, it's that woman character. <laughs> uh, she's, like... Yeah, she's a like, hey, it's that woman. Um, but she's... Like, yeah, but, but, like, her... But that's one of her... That, that If not, it is one of her first roles. Um, uh, as Stephanie Sam Whitmore... Um, let me take a look at her little um, um, filmography. <laughs>
1: um,
0: she's on the she was on the cult uh, vampire series *Kindred: The Embrace*. Ooh. Uh, let's see, we got some Nash Bridges in there, but that was like an episode. I saw
1: previews uh, for Nash Bridges.
0: I seen Nash Bridges uh, promos on USA. <laughs> <laughs> see, uh, she was on *Being Mary Jane*, *The Mysteries of Laura*, *Quantico*. Uh, she was the editor on Jane the Virgin, Chapter 50. Oh, you, I think you, Jane the Virgin. Yeah. Uh, she was on the Dynasty reboot. Uh, She was the main character. One of the main characters on Pretty Little Liars and Perfectionists. Well, I still haven't
1: seen that?
0: It, it only lasted a season. You're good.
1: Why well, haven't you <laughs> so, even seen the original one?
0: Yeah. <laughs> she was on Power Book... <laughs> Power Book 2. Uh, oh, who did she play? She played Colleen. Oh, that... So she's, so this, like, saying, like, a one-episode thing. Oh, an
1: episode. Yeah, that, that doesn't really mean the anything. The Stranger. I don't remember there being a... Oh, no, wait, a Colleen Sachs. Oh, that, that, I know who... Um, that I think that's one of... Because um, there's this guy, uh, Cooper Sachs. That must be his sister. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. there was an episode where, like, he, all his family came over for dinner. And that's that, but she must have been his sister. Yeah, so that's... that's um... Kelly
0: Rutherford. This is yeah. a picture of her. This is Kelly Rutherford. Oh, she's pretty. Yeah, she's so, so like she's such a such a great actress. Um, on a lot of like short-lived so, so shows and stuff like that. So which is which is terrible because she's actually does like a really good job on this show. And that this is the show that like, kind of launched, like kind of like made her like known, but not well well known yet. I mean, Like, sh- but she's like maybe one of the best actresses on this show. Nice. So let's. Go back to, we are at a strip mall in, uh, no, yeah, like, <laughs> so we are at a strip mall, because you're wondering, like, what, strip mall, like, this is so far oh, back. yeah, take it off,
1: take, it off, mall. So we're at take a, it off, So
0: we're at a strip mall in Chicago, which, oh, by the way, Generations takes place in Chicago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um not, lots of nice, like, um, establishing shots of, like, the city and stuff like that. Um, it's Chicago. Go. Oh, oh. Anyway, um, so there we go to a strip mall in, in, Chicago, in Chicago, and there's a there's like a another uh, monologue uh, from from a character <laughs> named oh, I'm going to I'm going to mess up his name. I apologize, Terrain Black. Uh, what's your character's name, Terrain Black? Um, Henry. <laughs> So the owner of the uh, of Marshall's Ice Cream, he talks about how uh you know how he how he started this business basically from from like nothing and he took the business like t- and he's uh, I, he has he had at that po- at the point of the start of the series, he started he um has i believe four um of the Marshall's Ice Creams open up. Woo. And, um, and, and, like, you just look so proud of him, or like, that, like, he, like, 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 this character, like, Henry is just, like, like, you're, like, man, I'm, like, really, ready for him. And then, <laughs> cuts to outside, you see, like, a, a red car, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: into the driveway, and <laughs> there's, like, a worker in there, like, just, like, like, a, like, a, like, 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 under five worker, um, uh, maybe even over five he probably got a sad card from this. Saying like <laughs> saying like, What's that noise? And he says, Oh <laughs> I'm sorry. I gotta think oh, it's a, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, it's Adam. <laughs> so Adam walks in. Adam Marshall is uh is <laughs> is Henry Marshall's son, who had, who is about to graduate from business school in Chicago, and he has like that that um. <sighs> Pretty much, this guy is the male equivalent of Moesha. I
1: was just about to say Moesha. Okay. So he's like... <laughs> oh, you know what? Say that. I know exactly what to imagine right now.
0: Yeah, so he's the male equivalent of Moesha. Like, he's, just like, he's just like, well, Dad, can you pay for this, like, he paid for me to fix my car because my car got dead to the nest sort of thing, and he's like, he's like, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to pay for your car, and you know, I'm trying to pay for your car. It's like, oh please, you know, you know, I'll, I'll send the bill to you and that sort. Of, like he, so he kind of like finessed his father into getting him to pay for his oh. broken car and that sort of thing. Oh God, and then that's like that's it. Like I want to see so much more of of, of um. Of uh, <laughs> Henry and Adam. Oh,
1: it's Adam.
0: Yeah, um, I'm
1: Adam. I'm Adam.
0: Interestingly enough, for in in this episode, um, Henry Marshall and I have I have said the guy's name before. In this episode, uh, Henry Marshall is played by Tariq Black, mm-hmm. who um, was on Hill Street Blues. Oh, as oh Detective Washington. Yeah. Oh, Detective. Detective, I love Washington.
1: Detective Washington. Yeah.
0: This was the type of Washington. You know,
1: I was gonna say, I'm like that name sounds familiar. Where do I know his? Yeah, name from? so that yeah, so in yeah, so
0: um, I believe he played him like for the first season. Now, um, mind you, uh, this this uh, this show has a lot of big names. Um, Richard Roundtree was also on this show, who is Shaft. Uh, <laughs> we had he's a Shaft- bad mother. Of her. Shut your mouth. Uh, so, yeah, we, we have some, we have some really huge, and I, I also mentioned that Patricia Crowley, Pat Crowley, uh, was a, was, like, on, like, sitcoms in the 50s. Um, I, now, I think that might have wound up hurting it, like, in the long run, because you have people starring on the show who make a lot of money, and, and if your show's not doing well, well, of course they're going to have to jump shift. So, by the end of the series, uh Terian Black actually left the show and was replaced, re-placed oh. by James Reynolds. Who, I love James Reynolds! You can't go wrong who's with James, James Reynolds!
1: Who's James Reynolds? Oh, I'll, I'll like, tell you who
0: James Reynolds okay. is, because it's, <laughs> James Reynolds is actually connected to, it, to Days of Our Lives, uh, that, that Days of Our Lives um, um, story that I was talking about. So, James Reynolds, um, he, for decades played a character on Days of Our Lives' name, Um Abraham, Abe, oh God, why do I think of his last name? Come on, come on, come on. Carver, Abraham Abe Carver on Days of Our Lives, for years, he was like, he's probably the the most well-known African-American character on that show. Ooh. And that says a lot, because all they mostly had him do for most of the run on, his run on the show is like, he's a cop and he's in a happy relationship with like a woman. Uh, named Lexi, uh, <laughs> named Lexi. So and, but he's such a like. I love James Reynolds. Um, and the reason why I love James Reynolds is because like he's stuck out. He's stuck with the show for years, and I don't like. I, and I guess for whatever reason he left these. So he he was on Days of Our Lives until uh, he was called to replace uh, Torian Black as Henry Marshall. So there's actually a gap. Um, where James Reynolds was not on Days Were Lives, and him and um, I think I, him and Lexi uh, left the show. Ooh. They got married off screen, and then they came back when Generations <laughs> ended. <laughs> so, cause, yeah, uh, yeah, because um, he is the best friend of Roman uh, Brady. Uh, he she was like the best friend of Roman Brady, and then like then like when the, I think. The more writers and executive, well, executive producers, mainly sit—they the same on the show. But the more, when head writers shifted for um, a black, I'm not wow, shit. I'm thinking of the Black family on Days of Our Lives, which that's that. African American family. When
1: things shifted for, um... I'm say I'm glad, because otherwise that would be really... No, no no, 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 no. They're, 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 they're really they're. on the
0: nose. I know, I know. It's, it, you know, it's, it's like the op the opposite effect. It's like you have, like, a black family named White. Which is, I always found that weird. Um,
1: well, on um, Desperate Housewives, uh, they were the Apple Whites.
0: The Apple Whites. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, the one where it was, uh, Alfre, oh,
0: Woodard. Alfre Woodward.
1: Oh,
0: Yeah. And for that, like, that one season. <laughs> this, this,
1: yeah, this, then, that, <laughs> they were, like, never mentioned
0: to get into season this. The seasonal the, the, uh, secondary slump. <laughs>
1: no, the,
0: the sophomore slump, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs>
0: Why you gotta make Alfre Woodard the sophomore slump? Like, <laughs> like, she's better than the sophomore slump. I mean, that's, like, getting, um, oh, God, uh, what's the woman's name on? Um, Kent the Broadway star. Um, uh Audrey McGlinney. Uh the uh, Audrey McGlinney like, for like your show for like one season and it happens to be the sophomore so. <laughs> but anyway, um but the more that the writers saw like the like saw like, hey, this is Abe, like let's let's give him like a family. So they had like um they had Abe um and Lexi like have a kid. Uh the kid uh is on the show. Uh, right now, ish. Uh, as of this episode, as of today, I think he left town, went back to Africa. Not in that way. Um, <laughs> not in that way. In Days of Our Lives, Africa is where everybody goes when they leave town. And they have and they're doctors, so it's
1: oh, like it's like, a doctor it's like doctor a doctors without borders. borders. Yeah, Africa
0: is like Africa is like their. I'm leaving town and going to Africa to help people. <laughs> like that's that's. That's their. That's it. That saves their that's days of our lives.
1: So I was like, there was there like a preamble there. Did you just wake up one day and go, you know what? Well, no, well, wait, all wait. This?
0: <laughs> well okay. So so I, I, was, I was actually so i, <laughs> I, was, I was... interested in just like I was actually kind of going to get to that. Um. So. So James Reynolds won his first Emmy after. All these realized after being on the show for decades oh, because of a storyline that involved a character shooting his son, a white character shooting his son, oh, man. a white character from the prominent Horton family shooting his son by accident, oh, because,
1: by accident? because his son him?
0: because his son was his son How is auti- his, so his son is autistic. Oh, uh, they had Abe's son be autistic, and when um, uh, so. When he so Because he's neurodivergent, he says freeze, or some, something happened, he said freeze, drop your weapon, but he didn't, like, he was confused over the directions because there was no weapon to be dropped or something. He goes to, like, kind of say, no, this is what I have, and he accidentally shoots him. He shoots him because he thought he was going to shoot him. But he didn't realize that it was Theo, his son. Like, oh my like Abe's son. So, Theo's, like, in a coma, or, oh or like, or is in a coma, and he wakes up, and, th- gosh, I have, to, like, at some point, I'm gonna have to show you the scene, uh, if I can find it, but, James Reynolds, like, does the work. Like, he does such an amazing job. He's, like, I, he's, he's, like, so, like, stunned, and he's, like, yelling at everybody, like, and, and like, because, like, you're, because, like, he's, like, what do you mean, like, you're, like, like, you shot my son because you thought he was a criminal. Like, do you realize the implications of that? And this was around the time of everything happening in 2020. Oh man. So like so this was so this was like a this was like a huge deal. And he wound up winning outstanding actor, like okay. lead actor for that story. Like I was so proud of him. Like I was crying when he won. Like it was so good. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, so so two phenomenal actors playing like this one role of Henry Marshall. And let's get to who played Adam. Oh, my God. Good Adam. Oh, my God. No, but this is actually pretty fucking sad. But I'll get to, like, the happy part. So Adam Marshall was played by um, the late actor Christoph St. John. Ooh. Um, who, after being on Generations, um, A1, William J. Bell of The Young and the Restless, was, looked at the show and was like, we need to grow, like, the African-American... Um, part uh, we need to grow the African American portion of our show because a good portion of the uh, The Young and the Restless is the number one soap opera in daytime, and they will they will never make you forget that. <laughs> but we need to grow that population. Like we need to grow the African American population on the show because, like, a good percentage of people who watch Young and the Restless are African Americans, including myself until recently, (laughs) 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 because that show is boring and lacks conflict, but let's not get into that. (laughs) Really, how are you a soap opera and not have conflict? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, And I said clong fit. (laughs) anyway, um, I don't know what's wrong with me when I talk. (laughs) So... So he he goes he like kind of takes uh Christoph St John from generations like you know, it's over anyway. So like there like no there's like no way there like he's gonna be on the show anymore, and he plays his character for many years up until his death, oh. um, Neil Winters, and. They, there's already a character on the show named Drusilla Drew Winter. Wow. Spoiler alert. Drusilla Drew Barber. <laughs> <laughs> By the indication of that, you know what happens. So of, of me slipping the name, um, slipping the last name. <laughs> so Drusilla Barber is actually, was actually, um, she actually was created to be um, the uh, cousin of a maid on the show, of, of like the, Ab- the Abbott family's maid uh, on the show. And she, um, yeah, they kind of, oh, God, so cringe when you go back and look at it. But, like, they had her hair, like, in kind of, like, these, like, singular, like, braid, individual braids that are not cornrowed. Which is very stereotypical and a little cringy when you look at it, oh, I was okay. like, oh, that's so weird. So, like, why would you do that? Why would you make her hair like that? Like, And then they also made her illiterate. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh. I was like, oh, why would you do oh. that? Oh, no, no, no. Why would, you, why would you make the only African-American female character illiterate? Uh, I can read. I've been reading since, <laughs> since, 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 since I can't remember. And that's... As somebody who grew up around people who could read, that's not a good, that's not a good look uh, when you have, like, the only African American woman on the show who cannot read. Not saying that African American, not saying that, like, that, that like, the, the statistic was untrue for, every, for like, everybody, like, just from me, from, from my standpoint, like, I, my mom read to me, like, I read, I was being read to and I of like, like, I I was made sure to know my ABCs before I hit kindergarten. <laughs> 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 kindergarten, so like that was just like something of the experience. I was just like, this is not an experience that I went through. But and I know you're gonna kind of go into this. But I have met people who, as adults, still don't know how to read. African American people who still are adults and don't know how to read them, and and it's not and it's not as cringy now knowing that like there are people who are older and. And who cannot who cannot read and that sort of thing, um, but like, to me, I I don't know. I think with the Drusilla character, I think it kind of perpetuated the stereotype that uh, you know that that seemingly when especially when you have a middle America watching, saying like, "Ha ha ha! Look at that black woman who can't read." So like that that's kind of that that's where like the cringe came in for me. But sorry.
1: Yeah, What I was just gonna say is that like. Well, two things. One is that, like you said, when there's only one character, and it's not even just, like, with, like, African-American characters, if you have only one character of a certain background or a certain gender or a certain sexuality, and then you put stereotypes onto that person, then that's, like, gonna be a lot more, like, mm-hmm. questionable than, like, if you had, like, ten African-American characters and there's, like, one person... You know who can't read. Then that's like because then you've got nine who mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. um, and you probably got someone there who's like the Janine, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. But and also the thing is that like illiteracy is something that affects a lot of different people. So if they're mm-hmm. like, we want to do an illiteracy storyline, like I mean, go to Appalachia. I'm not an expert on this, but like look at Appalachia, where the the Caucasian like education rates are so bad, like, and I'm not cutting on anyone from Appalachian, but they could have, easily be like, okay, well, we're gonna have someone come in from Appalachia, or even have, like, they could even have, like, a rich white person who just can't read because they don't have, they have, like, dyslexia, or, or something like that, you know what I mean?
0: Wait, what, is dyslexia is les- is les- a bad word?
1: Oh, no, no. I'm, 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 you burped. Oh. No, no, because, because spit started coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said, excuse me. I'm sorry, guys. Because yeah, as I said dyslexia, like, spit started coming out of my mouth, and it was gross. That's, that's why okay. I said, sorry. Because um, yeah, I wasn't intending to spit on you when, when I said I this spit last time. <laughs> I spit on your <laughs> dyslexia. But yeah, I mean, that's And not to say that even people with dyslexia can't read, but that's, you know, like, there are, even if someone is, like, very wealthy and is afforded a lot of opportunities, they may have learning disabilities that, especially in the early 90s, aren't mm-hmm. well understood. So that's, I mean, that's, I think they really need to do it like that with the only African-American female character. Like, that's, see, that was a choice. They, they made the
0: choice. That was a choice. A choice was it. That, yeah. that was a choice. So, 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 uh, so. My, my guessing is is that they brought on Neil Winters, played by Christoph St. John, to essentially be that, the opposite of that. Uh, the opposite of that. And they had, um, the, and he, he's, he's a, he, so he, uh, so he's definitely not the Moesha, Neil Winters is not the <laughs> Moesha of of The Young and the Restless. <laughs> let's, let's make that clear. Neil Winters is not the Moesha of The Young and the Restless. But he is somebody who just came out of business school. I'm forgetting what school they had him come from. I'm so sure it was Ivy League. I think they had him come from an Ivy League or at least a very reputable business school. That (laughs) reputable. I don't even, I don't, look, it wouldn't surprise me if they dropped Wharton there, but like I, di- I highly doubt it was Wharton.
1: Um, Doesn't everyone at business school go
0: to Wharton? <laughs> that, that seems to be the case on the East Coast. <laughs> wink, 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 not sure to say no more. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, but so they had him like come from like he's he's Ivy League trained. He's like he's like educated, and he essentially comes in as um, I think he started out at. Jabot and then he moved on to Newman. That's the name of the two companies who to Newman. Be- yeah <laughs> hello Newman <laughs> um Wayne Knight was actually on the Young the wrestles for like a second like oh. as a cameo of uh, as a cameo and they had Victor Newman uh, I'm- oh my gosh I'm- please please tell me that you heard of Victor Newman and Victor Newman mean, like- it
1: sounds familiar but- so.
0: Victor Newman is, I gotta mention Victor Newman, because essentially the generation talk is over, but <laughs> <laughs> Victor Newman is, um, is probably the most iconic, one of the most iconic characters on Young and the Restless. He's played by Eric Braden, B-R-A-D-N. I follow him on Twitter. He's actually, he's, he's very curt and honest and brutally honest with love and that sort of thing. Like, I, like he's such a hes such a great person. I like Eric Braeden, um, he's like one of the, he's like he is one of the most iconic characters on the Young and the Restless, like because he started in 1980 essentially as the show shift is shifting from like a previous version of the show that they could not achieve because they had to expand to an hour and they added this character on and he just he's just such an icon. Uh, he has a very uh, German dialect. Ooh. Um, um, such so I'm sorry Eric I have to say because it's like one of my favorite lines ever on the russus but I have to say with the with the inf, with the inflection and with the dialect um so he has a he has a year's decades on uh, rivalry with um Jack Abbott and um he was and like some like they were having one of their thing like their arguments where uh, Jack is like, "Look, I'm gonna be taking over your, I'm taking over your company, and there's nothing you can do about it." And then he takes a pencil, breaks it in half, and says, <laughs> "I will crush you. I will crush you." <laughs> oh, like I just love it so much. Like I just love that line so much. I will crush you.
1: And then, like, <laughs> and,
0: like my other favorite line on the show <laughs> is by Jack Evans. He takes a chair. and he throws it out the window, (laughs) and he says, have a seat on me. (laughs) Like, he takes, like, Victor's chair, throws it out the window. (laughs) Have a seat
1: on
0: me. Like, back to, back to, um, not, not Adam Marshall. Um,
1: Well, one thing, so since, I mean, it looks like, Oh, it's probably brought time. No, to start. wait, wait.
0: Okay, wait, we okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish this. Wait,
1: I, I have a question for you before we wrap up the episode. So, F M K from Generations. Fuck Mary
0: Ew. Why would I do that?
1: Just, just if you had to. For some reason. this is not a segment we had before. Okay. <laughs> I just
0: thought of it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So um. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I gotta love up these characters. Yeah.
1: It so uh, I have I have
0: a bedtime because I work tomorrow. So let's just. All it just right. came to me. All right. Okay, so it
1: could be it could
0: be you know it could be different genders, right? Like like, like Oh yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Here we go. We're not. We're not. uh Okay. We're we're not. We're not. Uh, we're not uh, um, homophobic or anything like
1: that. We're not heteronormative.
0: You're not heteronormative. We're not gayest. Um, uh, <laughs> I didn't know that
1: was a thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so... <laughs> I would definitely fuck Rob Donnelly. Uh, uh, I, would, I, would, I, I I would want him to like uh, to like uh, sing me a song about like the uh, about like how those Disney movies are uh, are, are going to come to my theaters anytime. Wink wink. Uh, oh, that was bad. Um,
1: Fly away with
0: <laughs> definitely marry um, um, Henry. Uh, cause he seems like he's, so, um, he has, so he's married to Vivian, actually. I forgot forgot about that. He is married to Vivian. Um, who? Lynn Hamilton played Vivian. Uh, Potter. I, no. Wait, hold on, hold on. I don't think he married Vivian. I'm forgetting. Um, there will be a part two of this podcast once I get my brain (laughs) together uh, of this Generations podcast, uh, of me talking about Generations. But yeah, uh, I would marry uh, Henry.
1: Um, oh, Henry!
0: And then uh, I would kill. And and you would think that it would be Adam that I would kill, Bob, <laughs> but no, no, no. I wouldn't kill Adam. Um, which actually, by the way, uh, I do have to mention this because it is unfortunate. Um, Christophe Saint John uh died, forgetting the year twenty
1: nineteen.
0: Oh. Uh. Give me one moment, because I have to, um... I don't want to say his cause of death incorrectly. So, um... His death was ruled accidental, with the cause listed as hypertopic heart failure.
1: Oh, that's a shame.
0: Yeah, so he died of a heart failure, an accidental heart failure. Um, um... And... This came after his son in 2014 died by suicide. Oh, that's a um, in a mental hospital. Oh, yeah, we're yeah we're not gonna go into that, but that but that is all kinds oh. of wrong. Oh, uh, awesome. That like if you look into that case, um, I think the case. I, I think I remember
1: telling yeah, you telling me. Yeah, yeah, happened. I told you about
0: the case, but like if I told you like like if you look into this case and like how like. How it was handled. I'm not like how like um. All right, now as somebody who used to, who who was in a uh, mental hospital for like who was in like a, a short term stay in a mental hospital, what happened with uh Christoph St. John's son should technically and legally never have happened. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we're just we're, yeah we're just gonna leave it at that because yeah. So if you look into the the uh, case of um. Julian St. Saint- John, I believe, is name was. They mm-hmm. just looked it up and just tell me that, that, that that's wrong. That 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 shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't have happened. So anyway, um, but um uh wow, that was a weird transition. So I'm just gonna kind of divert a little bit. Um to a character named Oh God! What's the name of the character that I'm thinking of for the uh, K section? <laughs> uh, without because you know that that would have so so it definitely wasn't going to be uh, Adam, because Adam actually gets a little better on in the show. Um,
1: Madam, I'm Adam. Yes, yeah, so, <laughs> Alan. Alan. What's her last
0: name? Okay, got it. <laughs> I would kill Doreen Jackson. <laughs> <who> <laughs> was not even on this episode, but um. Let me preface this in saying, um, if you have, uh, YouTube, which I'm sure everybody has access to YouTube, <laughs> look up Generations Fight." <laughs> yeah. So, Jonell Al- Allen, uh, who plays Doreen Jackson, and, um, Vivica Fox, who oh, plays Maya oh, Rubens, Vox, yeah. they get into a catfight. fight.
1: Oh man!
0: Yeah, it, it, probably one of the most famous scenes on the show. Burp. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yes, like, and it's it's so awesome. It's so amazing. <laughs> if you're a soap opera fan and have not seen the generations catfight fight between <laughs> uh, between Doreen and Maya, stop this podcast right now and watch it because. <laughs> It's epic. It's it's epic. Like like I have I showed my one friend. Um, I showed my one fr- like my one like we had like like on Twitter like we had this like um we had this um not fight but like we had this like there was like this montage of like somebody putting together like all like the clips of like uh soap opera slaps and soap opera cat fights <laughs> and somebody was like, oh you forgot to post the um generations cat fight and my one friend is like wait. What is this? I never seen this. And I said, wait, 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 wait. I got it. I got it. So I, t- I got the link, and I, I got the link, and I, like, you know, but I, I, I replied to her I'm like this. Watch this, and tell me this is not epic. And she was like, oh my god. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and she started gifting it. Like, why this, this fight hasn't been gifted? It, it just needs to be gifted. Like, 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 I'll show it to you. I will put a link to it in the show notes uh, because it is just. It is the best, but yeah, but but by that point on the show, um, Adam is has actually kind of calmed down a lot, so he is he is not the movie show. Of <laughs> but yeah, so I would definitely kill Doreen because from now from what little I've seen of like the show, uh, and I do remember this cat fight from when I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> so this cat fight was like a ninety ninety nineteen ninety, I think. Oh, man. Um, it would like like. It was so good. It was such a good catfight. And um, but from what I remember, I think um, Doreen is a bad actor. <laughs> uh, so, so I would kill Doreen. Uh, and I wish that uh, Maya would have killed Doreen. But alas. <laughs> but you, she can kick those heels off very well. So more power to her. But uh, I have spoken briefly to Joanna J- Allen. I can't say names tonight. I can never say names correctly. Um, uh, she's a mutual friend of one of my friends on Facebook, and she she is so awesome. I just love Joanna Allen, and she's on uh, this this uh, audio soap opera called Forever in a Day. Um, so. I de- definitely check her out on Forever in the Day. Uh, which Because I need to catch up on every episode of Forever in a Day. Sorry Candace! But anyway. <laughs> let's close out this episode because I need to go to bed. We should close it out with a cat fight. <laughs> Socials. Alright. You can find me on Twitter at Tornado Song. Don't at me on Facebook because um, I'm probably not banned on there. Unlike some people. <laughs> Um, you can find me on Instagram at angel.young24 And um you could find me on TikTok, but um I'm not really on TikTok to, to post anything anymore. But I am AngelYoung424 on there. Um it, it's the avatar my avatar is me with very short hair and a pink background that was taken last year. No, yeah, last year pre-COVID, so make it that as you will. My hair has grown out a lot. Sarah, what are your socials?
1: Um, On Instagram, I'm where the hell was Biggles. And on Twitter, I'm crazy psych major. And don't at me on Facebook because I'm usually in Facebook jail. Most recently for sticking up for Kay Adams from The Godfather. So, you know, make that
0: As you what will. you will.
1: So, what should our sign out be? What should our sign out be?
0: Coming soon to a theater <laughs> near you. Uh,
1: uh, he? He? Bye. Guys. Bye,
0: <laughs> Part two will be out uh, next week, I think. Well, I don't know. Sometime. Sometime in the near future. Because I do want to talk more about this show, uh, but, you know, I without really getting sidetracked. But that's our charm, right? Ha! Bye! <laughs>
1: bye!